Hello, and good evening. It's another episode of Kids Talk Bible Stories. I'm here with my children, my compatriots, my boogers in arms, my tickle cushions, my fluffy human-shaped sheep. You are weird. We're going to talk about another Bible story today. What story do you guys know? What do you, what story comes after Adam and Eve sin and then they have to leave the Garden of Eden? What story comes next? Do you know? Mm. No. We'll have to see. One of the things that God told Adam and Eve was going to happen to the world because of their sin was that it would be really hard to grow food from the ground. You guys know that's where we get, like you guys are eating some goldfish right now. Are these made from fish? No. They're made from cheese. There's cheese in there. Where do we get cheese from? From fish? No, From cows. We get milk from cows, and then we turn that into cheese. But that's not the only thing in goldfish. There's there's also like a kind of bread. We could actually look. Look, this is the this is the ingredients right here. It says it's made with smiles and enriched wheat flour. That's the main ingredient. Flour is where we get bread. Sorry, flour comes from the wheat plant. grows out of the ground. When God made the world, he made all kinds of plants that would bring forth fruit, different things to eat. Adam and Eve had it easy when they were in the Garden of Eden. They could just go around and pick fruit off the trees. It was no problem. But now they had to leave the garden and they'd have to grow their food. And God said that it was going to be hard. In order to work the ground and get food out of the ground, Adam was going to have to work hard. And if Eve was out there, she was going to have to work hard. And they were going to, they were going to be, get, get sweaty and tired and their back would hurt. And they'd have to pull weeds. Okay, so do you, have you guys ever pulled weeds? No, baby. Yep. You did. Where did you pull weeds, Anastasia? I forgot. Like at our old house. Sometimes we would pull weeds when there were weeds, uh, like in the mulch gardens or something like that. But we didn't have like a real garden. Oh, for a little while we pulled weeds in the garden where we had the raspberries, but not very much, right? Yeah. It's not a lot of fun to be pulling weeds and they yes, get in the way. I think it is. You like it? Okay, what if you had to do it all day long? No. Yeah, it wouldn't be fun. Well, that's the sort of thing that Adam had to do. You know, being a farmer like that is really hard. It takes a lot of work. And if there's like bad weather, you can lose a lot of your crops. Remember when we read uh, House, Little House on the Prairie? And Pa was always working so hard to try to get the crops. And then one year it got ruined by uh, locusts, like grasshoppers that mm-hmm. ate it. And another year, uh, I think that was in Farmer's Boy with Almanzo, the crops almost got ruined by like a, a frost where it got really cold during the summer. You know, another thing that God said was going to be really hard for Adam and Eve now would be having babies. God said that it would be painful and dangerous to have babies. Do you guys remember being born? Yeah. You remember? What was it like, Samara? What was it like being born? Like, I didn't do anything when, like, you... Someone feeding me? Well, that's right. Mama did feed you after you were born. But you know, you you guys don't actually remember being born. I don't remember when I was born either. We were all too little. But you know who does remember when you were born? Jesus. Well, Jesus certainly does. But also, Mommy remembers. And I remember I was there. It was really hard for Mommy. It's painful to have a baby. But she was excited because she got to meet you guys. It's such a I'm hopeful thing. I'm not to eat 
Yeah, she needs to be with you. It's such a hopeful thing to have a baby. Such a glad thing. You get to see that little face for the first time and those tiny little toes. I remember when Anastasia was born, and the first thing she did was throw her head back and scream. <laughs> and Samara did too after a little bit. Even though that, that, that scream, normally we don't like screaming, but that was a good sound. And then the baby is healthy and her lungs are working. And we named you Anastasia because it means resurrection. And I remember when Samara was born, and we weren't sure what your name was going to be yet. We narrowed it down to a couple. One of them was Eliza. Another one was Samara. And we finally picked Samara Joy. Samara, because it means Yahweh, that's the Lord. Yahweh is my keeper. And Joy, because you're such a joy. Your, your dad and mom wanted your name to be David. That's right. It was the same way for Adam and Eve. They had to leave the garden that God made for them, and they were really sad. They had to build a new home and grow food instead of just picking from the delicious trees. Now, Adam and Eve knew that they were going to die. And they knew that their children were going to die too. Think how scary that must have been. But they had hope. And they wanted to have children. They wanted children because of the hope of new life. This is so false. Yeah, but that hope was built upon the hope of the promise that God gave them. He promised them that they would have a child, a baby who would destroy the devil and save them. So, Adam gave his wife a name. Before this, she was just called Woman. She didn't have a name. He gave her a really good name. It was Eve. Cheva in Hebrew, which means living, because she was the mother of all living. It was a name of promise and a name of honor. He was amazed at the way that she could give birth to children, and he was filled with hope because of the promise God had given to them of life through their baby, which would be God's son. Oh. Pretty soon, Eve was pregnant with her first child, and her belly got bigger and bigger, like mommies do, and they're going to have a baby, and they must have been so excited. When he was born, Eve named their baby boy Cain. Because Cain means acquired or got. Because she said, she's got this baby and she says, I got a man who is the Lord. She thought her first baby was going to be Jesus. That's how much she believed God's promise. And even though she wasn't right about that baby, she was right about what God promised. After a little while, Eve gave birth to another baby. This one she named Abel, which means emptiness or uselessness. How would you like that to be your name? Emptiness or uselessness. Well, I would only get that name if I was a boy because if right. that's a boy name. Right. If I was a girl and I had that name, it would be weird. What if it was like Abelina? I can make it a girl name like Abelina. Abeline. Abelaid. Well, what does Abelina mean? Well, I would just be like, those aren't real names. Those would just be ways of making that name sound like a girl name. You know, why do you think, that that sounds like sort of a sad name, right? Uselessness or emptiness. Their other name was so hopeful. But I think maybe they realized that Cain wasn't the savior. That their salvation hadn't come yet. And maybe they were a little bit sad. Are you ever sad? Yeah. Yeah, what makes you sad? Um, when somebody, 
like this this to me like pulls on you when someone like hurts when someone hurts you yeah that's sad what about you Anastasia what makes you sad There are lots of things that make people sad, like if somebody says something that's not nice, or like if you don't do that, please. Or like, say you have a really like a really yummy bowl of food, and then you drop it on the ground, and it's all gone, and it's all ruined. That'd be pretty sad. Well, they were pretty sad because. The world was pretty sad because of sin. All those sad things that happened happened because our world is a fallen world and a sinful world. Well, as babies do, Cain and Abel grew up. Pretty soon, they were adults. Cain became a farmer. Not soon. Uh, pretty soon. But it seems like a long time when you're little, but pretty soon you realize that it's not actually that long at all. Samara, what does a farmer do? Yeah, yeah, they care for animals, and then they grow crops. And Cain, uh, I don't think he really had animals. He just grew crops. His brother Abel was a shepherd. What does a shepherd do, Anastasia? A shepherd takes care of their sheep, and if one goes astray, he finds them. That's right. Now, they both came to bring offerings to God. You're not going to be able to drink any of that milk now. Because you're putting weird stuff in it. It's play, That's clay. You can't drink clay. I have to drink clay. It's important. They came to bring offerings to God. Um, this is the first time that we're told that anyone has done that. Do you know what it means to give God an offering, Anastasia? means to give God something like a, like a lamb offering. Yeah, that's one thing. Do we give God lamb offerings today? No. No. What do, what, what do we give God today? Prayer. What? Prayer. No. We 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 do give God prayer. That's true. What else? Do we put anything? We give anything to God at church? Do you guys give <laughs> money from our allowance? From your allowance. That's right. Well, what? When you take something that God has given to you and you give it to him, that's an offering. Why do we do that? Samara, why do we give God offerings? Why do we have you give some of your allowance money to God? Uh, because he needs it. Does he? He's God. He has everything. If he wanted, he could take it. Because he, like, he needed to buy stuff. Who's God? He could make anything he wanted. Just he could go. Hey, I want this. Why do we give? Why do we? Why do we give to God? Because we want to. Because we love Him. Um, because of what He's done for us. Now Abel gave a lamb. It was the best lamb he had. Cain also brought some of the food that he had grown, and they both offered them to God. 
God liked Abel and his offering, but he did not like Cain's offering, so Cain was angry. He went like this. Mark, can you give me an angry face? That's right. That's a good one. He was jealous of his brother. Jealous is when you are mad because somebody else has something you want or somebody gets something that you want. He thought, no fair. Why did God like his offering and not mine? Yeah. So God talked to Cain and he said, be careful, Cain. The way you're feeling is not good. If you do what is right, you will be accepted. But if not, watch out. Sin is crouching at the door like a wild animal who wants to devour you. But you must rule over it. God was telling Cain to get control of his anger and not let it make him do something he shouldn't. When you are angry... Marshall made that angry face again. Yeah, when you're angry, do you ever want to do things you shouldn't do? Uh, yeah. Like what? Like... somebody yeah. yeah and that's not nice right well that's the way Cain felt too Cain was angry and he didn't listen to God he was angry at his brother even though his brother didn't do anything so he went out to the field with his brother and he didn't just squeeze his brother or hit his brother he killed his brother he we don't know how he struck him and killed him and he died so God said to Cain where is your brother? And Cain said, I don't know. Am I my brother's keeper? Do I have to watch out for him all the time? That was pretty foolish. I mean, did he think he could hide what he had done from God? So God said, Behold, your brother's blood is crying out to me from the ground. It's crying for vengeance against you for what you have done, Cain. God knew what Cain had done and God punished him, but he did not kill Cain. Instead, he said that Cain couldn't be a farmer anymore. Anything Cain tried to grow out of the ground wouldn't work because of the blood of his brother that he had spilled there. Instead, Cain would be a fugitive and a wanderer on the earth. That means he'd have to wander around all over the place and he wouldn't have a good home where he could stay and grow food. He'd have to hunt animals or something, I don't know. Or pick berries off of bushes. Well. Do you think Cain was sorry for what he did? Yeah. He wasn't. He wasn't sorry. He was sorry that his life was hard. He said, oh, my punishment is harder than I can bear. He was sorry that he got in trouble, but he wasn't sorry for what he had done. And all of this shows us what the difference between Cain and Abel was. The Bible tells us that Abel had faith. He had faith in God's promise to send a savior. And that's why he gave an offering to God to say, thank you. But... Cain brought an offering to God because he thought he would earn something from God. He thought he was good enough to save himself. And that's why he was angry when God didn't like his offering. And that's why he hated his brother, because Abel was a believer and Cain was not. Well, what do you think this teaches us? How does God save us? Samara, how does God save us? By what we do for him or by what he does for us? He saves us from death. That's true. How? Do, see, do, do we save ourselves 
by what we do, or does he save us by what he does? Um, he saves us. That's right. He saves us by what he does. He saves us by Jesus. A lot of the time... Jesus is him. That's right. God is Jesus. A lot of the time, we're like Cain. When we're mad at other people, when we want to hurt other people, and also when we I can't save ourselves. When, when we think we can save ourselves, we can't because we sin. What did you say, Samara? That's right, the Holy Spirit is God. But Jesus doesn't sin. The Bible says that Jesus is like Abel in a way. The same way that Cain killed Abel because he hated him and was jealous of him, people killed Jesus because they hated him. They killed him because they did not believe in God. But Jesus' blood, which they spilled, it doesn't scream for vengeance against them or against us. That means it doesn't ask God to punish them for what they did. Instead, it speaks, the Bible says it speaks a better word. It speaks a word of forgiveness. Jesus' blood cries out to God to forgive you and me for all our sins. Yeah, when he died, he said, it is finished. Can you say that? Yeah, because he had saved you completely. There is nothing left for you to do. So we don't need to do anything to make God like us. Except lie in the bed. <laughs> now we just want to say thank you. We want to say thank you to God by giving him yeah, offerings. We want to say thank you by loving our brother or sister or friend or neighbor. We can love each other because he... That's right, because he loved us. And so the Bible says that we should love our brother... If God's love abides in us, we also should love our brother, or sister, or anyone around us. Why are you hitting me? Well, thanks for listening, everybody. Go ahead and hit like or subscribe to our podcast if you like it. And tell all your friends. Right? Yeah! Okay, and on that note, we will finish.